In this episode, we look at the various factors that go into making a decision. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and decision-making plays a massive, massive role in our personal growth. The decisions we make on a day-to-day basis matter. No matter how small they are, they can create the outcomes that we experience later in life. And so it's important to understand what goes into making our decisions. How do we decide something? How do we choose between X and Y? How do we categorize what it is that we want and make a choice between them? It's honestly a fascinating question to ask. And it's one that has wide reaching implications about our own personal development and our own personal journey and growth. So in this episode, I want to explore some of the factors that go into these decisions. I want to look at the role that emotions and cognitive biases play in those decisions. And then I want to lay out for you how we can use this information to improve our decision-making process. And the one very simple but very valuable tip that I have for making better decision. So this is going to be super interesting. But before we jump into it, I want to take a moment to thank today's wonderful sponsors. Now, as you know, our sponsors are the reason I get to keep doing this show for free. So if you hear something you like, I recommend you check them out. And if you, like many other people, just hate listening to ads, you hate that I do sponsorships on this show. I get it. I honestly do. And I don't judge you. You can get this show or any future episode ad-free by becoming a member of TLBC+. Just head over to tlbc.co slash join. Let's get into the ad. Today's sponsor is, well, me. Here's a cool thing. I built an app. Yeah, seriously, like a real app. I've been hosting this podcast for five and a half years now. And in that time, you've consistently told me that there are two things you need more of to really create change in your life. The first is accountability. And the second is actionable advice. You need to know what to do, how to do it, and then you need help actually doing it. That's why I built an app to help you do just that. When you join, you'll be matched with an accountability group of two other like-minded people with similar goals to help each other stay accountable, find the right path forward, and create real results in your lives. You'll be able to hold video calls, check in with each other, set your goals, and even build your daily task list right from the app. It's an all-in-one platform for creating the life you've always wanted. Think of it like project management, Asana, for your personal life, for your personal goals. How cool is that? But I'm not going to tell you the name, at least not yet, because the app is not public and it will not be public until January. But with that said, signups are now open for the beta launch. As a beta user, you'll get early access to start using the app immediately in exchange for your feedback. Basically, you get to see what I've spent the last nine months working on and you get to tell me exactly what you want to see next. 
Learn more or apply for the beta by going to tlbc.co slash beta. That's tlbc.co slash beta. Let's get into the show. So there was a paper published back in 2015 by George Lowenstein, Sadiq Bhatia, and Ted O'Donohue. They published this paper titled Modeling the Interplay Between Affect and Deliberation with the goal of developing a model that, quote, in which a person's behavior is determined by an interaction between deliberative processes that assess options with a broad goal-based perspective and effective processes that encompass emotions and other motivational states, end quote. So basically, they wanted to develop a model for decision making that took into account both the deliberate, logical, like looking at this from an outside top down perspective where we're looking at it and considering, well, okay, how does this tie in with the goals that we have? How does this tie in with the things that we want to accomplish? Is this logical? Is this the right next step? Like those types of thoughts that go into decision making. And they also wanted this to consider the emotional side, right? The emotional part of decision making and being a human being on this planet with all of the flaws that come with that. And what they found is interesting. It's something, I think it just sort of reinforces things that we have known for a little while. And it makes sense. But this paper published six years ago, but it does reinforce things that we know. So here's how they put the conclusion. Quote, there is a great deal of evidence that people's decisions are influenced by both effective and deliberative processes. Whereas standard consequentialist models focus for the most part on deliberative processes, our main contribution in this article has been to develop a formal model to incorporate effective processes. In particular, we have modeled the impact of effective processes using a motivation function that is myopic, that displays loss aversion and is insensitive to probabilities, and that is influenced by sympathy and empathy concerns. So essentially what they are stating here is that previous models looked at how we make decisions based on the deliberative process, right? So this is sitting down, going through all the information and making a logical choice based on that. They wanted to add to this the effective processes. So how does this affect us? How does this create change in our lives? What do we need to consider emotionally that we may not before, including sympathy and empathy towards others? How do our choices affect them? So they wanted to add in this piece. And that by itself, I think is fairly straightforward, right? It breaks down for us the idea that we make decisions based both on deliberative processes and effective processes. So both what is it that makes sense here? What is the logical decision that we should be making based on the goals we have and based on all these other criteria? And in some part, how does this affect us? How does this affect the people around us? What is this decision going to cause? And one thing that they bring up is this idea of loss aversion, which is something that I've talked about on this podcast before. It's the idea that we are willing to avoid things to avoid losing something much more than we're willing to do things in order to gain something, right? So we would much rather not lose something than or not even risk losing something 
then gain something greater. The value of not losing is higher in our minds than the potential for gaining something even better. That's a a natural cognitive bias that we have. We tend to approach our decisions in that way. And one of the things that our model allows for is this understanding that when we make decisions, yes, we might know that it's one part logical, one part emotional. We might be able to intuit that. But that emotional side is being driven even further, being affected even further by the biases, the cognitive biases, the social biases that we have, that we as human beings hold. This plays a role in the emotional response that we have to something and in how we view its effect on us. So that's fascinating. By itself, that allows us to really rethink how we make our decisions because it it highlights and points out that our decisions are never going to be 100% logical. And I think we knew that. But it also points out that our biases play a much larger role in our decisions than we realized, or at least than I realized. I don't want to speak for you. But even something as simple as loss aversion shows up in our decision-making process. We're less likely to make certain decisions if we have on the emotional side this response of not wanting to risk something, not wanting to lose something. Even if on the deliberative logical side, we can clearly see that making this decision will benefit us, that this decision will improve the quality of our lives. We're less likely to make that decision if on the emotional side, we might lose something in doing it. That has massive, massive implications for our personal development. That has massive implications for why we struggle to make the right decision in our day-to-day lives. Even though we know exactly what we should be doing, we know what matters for improving our lives. I've been hosting this show for five and a half years now. I've published 742 episodes. If you've been listening for even the last 200, you know what to do. You know how to do this. Quite honestly, and I say this with as much love as possible, personal development is not that hard. It's not. It's not that complicated. The fact that I've gotten 742 episodes out of it, honestly, is mind-numbingly shocking to me. And that's not any kind of knock against you, the listener, because I am more grateful for you than you will ever know. It's, It's insane. I don't know who you are listening to this right now, but I love you. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. But this thing we call personal development, if we are being perfectly honest, is not that complicated from a deliberative perspective. If you know what you want and you know how to get there, it stands to reason that we should all be able to just do it. This study, this way that we approach decisions is why it gets complicated. Because that emotional side, and not just the fear, not just the fear of failure, fear of success, not just the are we good enough, are we not good enough, not just that stuff. That stuff matters, but that's that's totally different ballpark right now. We're just looking at, are we going to make the decision to do something or not? And a lot of times we don't make that decision because by definition, personal growth requires sacrificing something. And loss aversion plays a role in our decision-making. 
It stops us from making decisions that might lead us to losing things, sacrificing things, giving up what we already have. That's why it gets hard. So what does this mean? How do we utilize this? Because ultimately, that's what the value of this show is. It's trying to lay it all out for you. And then from there, give you some idea, some direction, some thought on how you can use it to improve your life. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to fall back on a tried and true piece of advice that I received when I was younger. And I want to share with you now. Maybe you've heard it before on this show. Maybe you've heard it on other shows. But I want to remind you of it. Add time to your decisions. Add time to your decisions. It's incredibly important because when you add time, you allow yourself to act far less on the emotional response that you have. That loss aversion, you get to sit and think through it. Add some logic, add some reason. Focus more on the deliberative. Bring it back as close as possible to that place where it's easy, where it makes sense, where it's obvious what you need to do. Talk to others, adding time to your decisions when you can massively, massively helps you to make better decisions. That's my advice from this episode. Take the time to think about what it is you actually want, but as much as you can, try not to make decisions in the moment. Try not to make decisions that feel like you're responding emotionally as much as you can. I know it's not always going to be possible, but as much as you can make it happen, add time to your decisions. That's all I've got for this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I just want to remind you that if you're here, if you're choosing to listen, you are already miles ahead of where you would have been otherwise. You're miles ahead of people who aren't listening, aren't actively pursuing. You are doing a great job. It doesn't matter. I know you might not feel that way. I know that you might feel like you're not doing enough, that you're not working hard enough, yada, yada, yada. You are doing a great job just by showing up, just by choosing to pursue change, just by choosing to learn, choosing to indoctrinate yourself to a different perspective. And I can't thank you enough for allowing me to be a part of that journey with you. Thank you for being here. If you want to be a beta user of my new app, signups are now available. Head over to tlbc.co slash beta to learn more. And with that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.